In space, no one can hear you geek pants. You know, the worst part is, uh, I was practicing that. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, I gotta figure out how to do the uh, alien tagline with geek pants, and that was the best I could come up with. You know what? It made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's a keeper. I don't know. It's a keeper. Can. Yeah. No, it's staying. Absolutely. Welcome to the Geek Pants Camcast. I'm Ken. That's I'm Chris. Boom. I'm also super excited because this is a really, really good one-two punch of movies here. Yep. Um, and what I like is that we're following uh, our Terminator in Terminator 2 with a very similar setup in the sense that, just like Terminator, Alien is still one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Absolutely. Okay. Alien, uh, and then with Terminator 2 and Aliens, infinitely better in every shape and form. Yeah. And all it is is just slightly a bit more action-oriented, both of them. Mm-hmm. But they're both just so much better than the original, which is crazy to say that because, like, they're both, the originals are so good. Yeah. So, like, Alien is an amazing masterpiece of that, like, suffocating suspenseful horror it's and then they dial it up like i i remember when i was starting to watch aliens too and i, I won't go too or aliens i won't go too much into it i just remember being like i forgot how scary this movie was because you were always so focused on the action did you rewatch both of them 100 okay 100 in fact i had rewatched both of them with a day in between nice before you bailed mm, i did do that did do that. But all jokes aside. Family dinner, sick wife. What am yeah, I going to do? I know. I, I can't believe. What am I going to do? <laughs> oh. Mr. Rickman, mm, nice to yes, see you. Yes, yes. I'm back again. <laughs> but all jokes aside, yeah, no, I watched them both uh, front to back. Masterpieces. You know what's so refreshing, too, is when you watch Terminator T2 and then Alien Aliens is how different the genres are. Like, they're they're the tissue, like what makes them, is the same. That's what I was but getting they are at. Like so it's so different in just the way they feel, the way they exactly. make you feel. Exactly, like it's intriguing. Like, I actually think that this was the perfect follow-up to Alien or Terminator, Terminator Two, because they're very similar. Yeah. In the sense that not just that the, the sequels took everything and made it bigger and badder and better and all those other things, but like you said, like it's still very much an alien movie mm-hmm. with just more action. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. still scary. It's yeah. still suspenseful. It's still haunting. Mm-hmm. You know? And also because the the aliens haven't changed too much between the two movies. Right. Whereas in later, they end up becoming different and more and more different as they They changed them. Yeah. Like this, well, Alien had one alien. Which? One alien. That's it. That's all you fucking And that's need. really all you needed because... It's such a claustrophobic, like it, that's it, what I it's mean. Like, like it's just oh. it's a stalker slasher movie with an alien instead of a guy with a knife. But the other part too is the, uh, which I never re- really put much thought into until like you read about it because like this is a movie that's actually like listed. It's like on the uh, it's on the list of movies that are considered to be national treasures. Yeah, right, hundred percent. So. 
but it's it's crazy. So now, like, articles have been written about it, and like even the sexual nature of the alien creature, um, and all of that, or even just the fact that this is like like men are getting raped because they're forcing things down its throat. It's incubating. It's bursting through. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like one of the most iconic scenes ever. But that that kind of bookends one of the scenes where I was just kind of like. This is the only part where I was like, oh, I never really thought of it like that. But anyway, so like, all right. Well, the coolest part is this is just uh, what I liked uh, right away is this is set literally like 1979. Like we're literally on the cusp of 1980s. Mm-hmm. And while this is set so far in the future. It very much looks like a 70s movie. Yeah. Not so much that. It feels like it could be. Like, not too far in our future, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it was significantly far in their future. I think it was, what, like, 50 years in the future? Yeah, something like that. Right? But it still feels like it could be just around the corner where, like, the the general ca- concept is that, like, Earth or humans have dominated the galaxy. And now we just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, the U-10 Corporation has basically said... All of this is ours. And then that's it. So this is just like a regular, what the hell was it? It's just some crew. Like the it's Nostromo. A, it's a crew. It's a, yeah, they're a, a space tug. Yeah, like that's go, right. They're going through space, a little crew of guys. They're just transporting shit. Yeah. And they get woken up because of a distress beacon. Yeah, they got this transmission coming in from a nearby moon, LD426. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Alien Day is on April 26th every year. Or at least it was until Disney bought that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so they go, and uh, right away, Ripley's against it. Sigourney Weaver's Ripley. She's like, no. Yeah. We should not be going down there. Because when they land, she stays on the ship. When they come back, she doesn't want to let them on the ship. Uh, like, She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to let Kane on the ship. Yeah, she doesn't want to let Kane on the ship. Yeah. Because he's been compromised. But, like, even just the way, like, the crew is, like, uh, the two dudes were just, like, Hey, you want us to? We're the ones getting paid the least. Mm-hmm. Pay us more, you know, and we'll do whatever the hell you want. And like that, I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and he, like just the chemistry alone was great. But great was, chemistry with the whole cast. Yeah, like hippie Tom Skerritt. I Tom one of my favorite parts Skerritt. about this though was that like when it was written, there was no gender assigned to any of these parts. Right, and like. Tom Skerritt was originally supposed to be the Sigourney Weaver's character. He was supposed to be Ripley. And then... Yeah, because Harrison Ford turned down the role of Dallas. Yeah, and then they had... I can't remember if... So I don't think Sigourney Weaver was the first choice. They had a woman read for Ripley or something like that. For whatever reason, they just went, Wait, what if she was... A, like, what if Ripley was a woman? And eventually Sigourney Weaver got the role, which I couldn't picture anyone else. No. Like... And it's great too, like to see how her character grows every movie, like Sarah Connor. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, like she wasn't a, a badass; she was just a woman fighting for survival in this. Yeah, like I even like that you could only get until Aliens three, where you get the sense that now she's a badass. Yeah, because even in Aliens two, it takes the whole movie to get to that point where the mother instincts kick in. Yeah, that's that's right. So now she's yeah. like fucking right, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, so like, yeah, they just go there, and she doesn't want anything to do with it, but they no. have to go. Yeah. They can't refuse. Um, but I also liked how, I forgot too, like, the shadiness of this corporation, right? So like, to, uh, Dallas's yeah. character, or Tom Skip's character, Dallas is the captain. He goes, he has a secret conference with the corporation. And, mother. Yeah, with mother, and it's like, basically, okay, so this is a life form that we've never seen before. Yeah. You need to get a sample, and we don't give a fuck what happens. Mm-hmm. If anyone dies, c'est la vie. Yeah. Get that sample. And uh, the other part uh, I'll get to is uh, Parker. I think that's the character I'm thinking of. Parker's big black guy? Nope, that's not him. Sorry. You're talking about... Uh, that one, Brett. Brett. Yeah, so Brett was the one that... Because I had been so long since i seen this one. Yeah. So I forgot... About Brett. So again, it was the same thing. Like, I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Right. And we'll get to the spoilers in a bit. But like, so basically, you've got Dallas, who's the captain, Ripley. I can't remember what her role is. First was. officer. First officer. Brett. Do they establish him as anything other? Or they just say. I don't think there really was. I mean, they didn't say anything until until we found out. Ash. I mean, Ash got the call some shots, and you don't really find out he's an android to the end. Uh,. No, that's what I was thinking of. Ash. Ash. Ash is the one I was thinking. The android. Yeah. Okay. Did they? I can't remember if they established you as an android first. No, you didn't know until until this scene. So that was the the smaller I was talking about. Yeah. Is that Ash is a is a an android? Who they don't let you. You don't know. You don't find out. Until no, I think he's just a guy. He's literally trying to kill. And it's in home. So yeah. like like I watched this movie for years, but I never really paid attention to the actors. And then after Lord of the Rings, and then I go back and watch this, I'm like, oh, it's Bilbo. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And John Hurt, John Hurt was another one, because he's such a good actor. But, like, this movie's fucked up. Like, even the concept came about as, it was like almost a black comedy. Yeah, it's, um... (laughs) But then... It spun off into a bunch of different movies. Yeah, well, Dan O'Bannon wrote it, and he really didn't know what he was doing with it at first. Mm-hmm. He did Total Recall and Screamers and Return of the Living Dead. So, those kind of Screamers. movies. I don't think I've seen that. Peter Weller, 1993, I think. I'll have to watch that. Because yeah. I hear I hear Screamers, and I immediately think Scanners. Mm. Remember Scanners? I do remember Scanners. Whoa, that was some fucked up yep. shit. Yeah. No, Screamers was cool. Okay. Um... Well, yeah, so Weller's he, in he did this and he wrote it, and then I don't think it really took life until really Scott took over, though. No, because like I said, it bounced around as a, like a comedy, like it was a black comedy, kind of the similar concept. They didn't really have a set idea on the the alien, yeah. but that's what I love. Like really, Scott got on, and he immediately was like, "Hey, H.R. Geiger, we need you to do." The designs, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I can come up with stuff." And immediately, Ridley's like, "No, no, no, this." This yeah. guy that you didn't hear, Geiger, Geiger did, did when he's dead now, yeah. unfortunately, but he did really like gothic, sexualized paintings. Insanely gothic and so, sexualized. So like, like, like the whole idea of the xenomorph big chap here is he, his head looks like a penis. Yeah. I, I actually read today that when he's screaming and you see like the, the strings and stuff, yeah. it's ripped up condoms. Oh. He used ripped up condoms in his Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Next time. <laughs> um, yeah. 
crazy. Like his work is so good. Like I watched this and I immediately went and looked at all his other paintings. They're amazing. It's incredible. Mind blowing. I, that's on. That's actually on my bucket list is to go to a museum and see his original work. Yeah, that's like, one of them for me too. It's one of those where you like, like yeah, like you just you gotta see like it's just yeah. It's incredible that this is what he channeled. Like this is what he got out of himself. But it's even more cooler that like he led to one of the most iconic aliens of all time. Yeah. You know? Like, even this Xenomorph, that didn't happen until the second movie. Mm -hmm. And even then, it wasn't even meant to be a classification of the alien. It was just, it literally means, like, alien. Like, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't even think they called this guy Big Chap, but that came later, too. The, the alien in yeah. the first movie, they titled Big Chap. But, um, what was I going to say here? This Balaji Badejo, he played the alien. He's a black guy from Nigeria, I think. And I do believe it's one of his only movies he did. I like that you, you actually made a point of saying a black guy from Nigeria. Well, I was just going to say a black guy. And then I went, no, I, I remember he was from Nigeria. Oh, yeah, way to go, man. Make me sound all racist. It's not even that. It's just, it's not, I'm not trying to make it sound racist. It's the just, white guy from Nigeria. It seems okay. redundant that no. like, he's from, he's a black guy from Nigeria. You know what? The odds are good. I would have just said the Nigerian. I would have just. <laughs> The odds are really good that he'll be that he's you know Nigerian black. and he's gonna be black of a darker descent. A darker descent. <laughs> but he had like a, a tall, lanky body, so Scott got on the move like this, and he always wanted to shoot him from the side because he said if I shoot him from the front, he looks too human. So if I shoot him yeah. from the side, it always looks like it's an alien. And it did too. Yeah. Like, ah oh man. Um, it's actually like it's especially because like I I watched like I watched every single aliens movie now that I think about it. Yeah, even A B P one and two. I've watched them all, yeah. I watched I watched every one of Did those. you watch Prometheus and Covenant? Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Covenant uh I like both. both I have no problem with both with Prometheus and Covenant uh are all right. I actually liked Prometheus quite a bit, and I was disappointed that we never got a Prometheus 2, and that they went the Covenant route to try to put the alien back in there. Yeah, like, like I thought, like, I also I, I also feel like uh, Prometheus suffers kind of like the same way that Born Legacy suffers, where they made such a big stink about it being an Aliens movie, they didn't have to, mm -hmm. and, and I think I probably would have liked it more. Yeah. Because then... Like, then I could have said, like, because uh, then it could have been, like, life, where life has got those similar uh, plot points where it's a space station, right? And this singular thing is coming for them. Yeah. So they're, like, because I, I drew comparisons to Alien right away with life. I was like, oh, oh, this is really good. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I mean, Alien is better. <laughs> but still yep. you know those comparisons could be made whereas and I would have done the same with Prometheus where I'd have been like oh or like even if it was one of those like after the movie came out or whatever then they'd be like like at the last second sort of like an alien stinger tease or something like that and you'd be like oh I think that would have been way cooler yep. it felt like they weren't confident enough in the movie so that they tacked on the alien marketing to make sure that it was going to be really good. Mm -hmm. But I try, I watched it and I thought I really liked it the first time. 
I tried watching it a second time with Michelle, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't really? Do it. it was fucking boring. I find I enjoy it more with each viewing. Not me. No? Nope. James hates it. I know. Hates I remember having that conversation with him. I'm like, I don't understand how you hate it. But then the second time I started watching it, I was like, no, I can kind of see it. I can see it. Um, and then Covenant was all right. Covenant was disappointing because they killed off Elizabeth Shaw. Yeah, it was... For what it was, like, that's what I'm saying, it's all right. For yeah. what it was, it was all right. Like, it wasn't... Uh... But holy shit, was it gory. That might be the goriest alien movie there is. That's, I think, part of my problem with it was that, like... It's... Ugh. Like, Alien and Aliens aren't gory at all. No. But they're scary as fuck because there's, like... The tension building. You you see there's scenes where you see the alien and then you see the characters and you're like, okay, one of these people are gonna die. Yeah. Right? And then in some cases like there's the two of them together. Like I mean, I always go back to the aliens where they're tracking it and it's like beep 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 and then you're pissing your pants because you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's on top of them, right? That is like infinitely more scarier than seeing like buckets of blood. You know? But uh Anyway, getting back to this. Uh, the design of the alien is amazing. The costume is incredible. Because while they don't show too many uh, full body shots, it's a full body costume in every single scene. Oh, yeah. They didn't have to go that route, but they did. And there's such an attention to detail to the point where like every single sinew and body part is like an actual, like it looked alien, it felt alien. And every close-up of that face, when it's, like, growling and snarling and then, like, slobbering, I guess, yeah. or whatever, it's, you're just like, oh, God. Like, even, like, this kept coming up with me where it looked and felt biomechanical. Yes. Very. Absolutely. And I was like, this is horrifying. Like, yeah. just the thought of, like, like robot teeth biting into you, I was like, oh, God. Like, never mind the board, like, the rape overtones and stuff like that this it's definitely there they've talked oh, about it yeah plenty of times and i always thought like in retrospect now having that in my head i'm always like they've actually done a great job of subverting everything because it's usually the woman is used as the incubator and the man is used as food and this is the other way around mm -hmm. so like like later in the movie because we don't actually see dallas's character get killed no up until that point we assume He's killed. That, oh, man. That was creeping up in the, uh, the vents. Oh. He's like, beep, beep, beep. Oh, he's ready. Hey, where? Yeah. Oh. And then right there. Oh, like, no. And then, whoa, dude. You're like, holy fuck. Like, that and you're a, like, that's a jump dead. scare. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of those where I go like, okay, there's nothing wrong with jump scares when they're done correctly. Yeah. This is probably the first ever, like, real jump scare movie. And it lived and died by their jump scares but there was also other scares in between and it was tension building then there was a little bit of release things like that mm -hmm. a lot of these movies uh, not so much today like lately in the last couple of years we've got a really strong resurgence of horror movies um i still haven't yet to see midsummer though i gotta watch that one. i heard it's fucked i heard it's not so much a horror movie but it's it's oh, it's, oh, it's, it's messed it, it's, it's like, a fucked it's... up movie 
I'll watch. I'll rewatch Hereditary. Hereditary's oh, so good. You know, Mid- Midsummer. I'm a one and done on that guy. I haven't watched uh, it chapter two yet. No. No part Make of. Make sure you got time. It's like two hours and forty minutes. But I also heard it was like way more funnier than it should be. Was one of the complaints I heard. Mm. But anyway, regardless, I don't want to get too uh, yeah, well, too I mean, much of a here. The uh, with Gordon Weaver's character when she. As the first officer, they get on the planet, and uh, Kane gets infected, which, by the way, is horrifying. Yeah, he pokes the egg, and then it's opening up, like, oh, just watching it open. Everything like about it is blooming. disgusting. And then, and then it just, like, right jumps through, right, right through his helmet. like Right through his helmet. Oh. And it's in him. He's hugger. Bring back his ship. Ripley's like, no, he's not coming on. Ripley's- Ash is, like... Like, Ripley's literally like, no, you yeah. can't come back on. Yeah. It's a quarantine. Yeah. The second he's on, we're all quarantined. Like, yeah. we can't do this. And the one chick, Ash is just, or what, is that her name? No, not no, Ash. No, but, uh, no. Uh, Ash is adamant he gets Lambert. on. Because obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Ash has an agenda. Dallas has an agenda as well. But Dallas is all thinking of it from a human standpoint. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to leave one of his crew members behind. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. It's a tough spot, but I actually still, every time I watch this movie, I commend her for being like, no, fuck this, fuck this. And then they basically bully her into it because Lambert just loses her mind. Yeah. Loses her mind. And I remember just being like, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, fuck. But again, I love it because if we were in that scenario, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't leave you on on the fucking planet with a face hugger, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I probably would be like, I don't fucking care. Let's bring him on. We'll figure something out, yeah. right? Um, and it's so cool because we get a bit of world building with the Utani Corporation and the fact that they're basically just transporters. And we even get the concept of them in cryogenic sleep because of the light speed and the duration of the trips and stuff like that. Uh, you also get to see Sigourney Weaver almost naked, which she does. She does some pretty good panty scenes. Like purposely, purposely, purposely too. Like, like they're they're hiked up. <laughs> they're not. Even, they're they're actually hiked low. Like you're almost seeing pubes there. Oh yeah, I remember just. That's being right. Like, they're very low. Whoa! But to this day, I'm like, I love this. I love this. <laughs> it's a great scene. But anyway, regardless. So so finally, she relents. And they put him into the ship, and she's like like in the uh, medic room. Yep. And she and they're like now. This is where. We start getting like the acid blood and yeah, stuff like that because they try to cut it off his face. Which Dan O'Bannon didn't know what to do with it because he was like, "Well, why wouldn't they just shoot it off?" So I think someone in the makeup department or something said, "Hey, let's make acid blood. Then they can't get it off." Yeah, like, and that's insanely genius. Like, yeah. I feel like it's one of those where, like, what about like acid blood? Because then it can't come off, and then they're like. Yeah. Boom. Because Whoa. the second they do that, and all of a sudden they're like, holy fuck, this is like acid. Yeah, they snip the leg, right? Or cut the leg. They cut some, They cut it. A bit of the leg on the side a of his face. A little bit, and it split. And then it goes didn't right come to, off, yeah. but the blood came out, and they're like, holy shit. So now they're forced to like leave it, leave him, and just monitor him. And this is leading into the part where I go, like, like now when I watch it, I go, oh, that just seems kind of weird. So like, uh, all of a sudden... He gets up, like the thing comes off him, yeah. he gets up, and everybody, even Ripley is like, oh, hey, man. Like they go, oh, it seems dead, right? 
And then that's it. Like, they don't think anything else of it. Like, oh, it seems dead. Okay. All right. Come on in. Have yeah. free reign of the ship. Yeah. I know we were just talking about the whole fucking ship is, should be quarantined now, but you look fine, bro. Mm -hmm. In fact, you look better than fine. You look like a young John Hurt. <laughs> I love it. And he's in the mess hall and everything. And within minutes, they get to the craziest, most iconic scene that's been parodied. So many times. I think the first time I saw it was a Spaceballs. I was just going to say, if you don't reference Spaceballs. Yeah. I'm a right jump girl. <laughs> and then out. And Bart's like, what do you order? Oh, I'm special. I changed my order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh, not have what he's having. <laughs> he doesn't say that line, but it's... Yeah. But anyway, but that scene I love too because if I remember correctly, Ridley Scott only went through with John Hurt and said, this is what we're going to do so that everyone else's reactions are, are legit. Because it's one take with four cameras. One take, four cameras, and only he and John Hurt know what they're doing and how they're going to achieve this. And like again, like for 1979 special effects... This is incredible. Like, I was raving about this, uh, the alien suit, and I still rave about the alien suit. But this scene is incredible. The pushing, the whole, and even the just... blood spray? Blood spray, and then finally when it actually bursts out, and it's looking around. Yeah. And it just, just like... staring at them. Like, assessing. That's what I felt. Like, when I watched this, I was like, he, this thing is immediately assessing. And then it's gone. And that's it. And then they're all like, what the fuck right and it's just like, like oh it's so like it, it's just like oh, everything the it whole thing so like good. like into the mouth like that whole thing like i hate this whole thing like you yeah. jam stuff in my mouth and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. like and it, like i remember even the matrix we were talking about the matrix and i remember just like every time it, and it's not even just like a little bit it's a significant amount yeah. and i'm just like oh god like i couldn't imagine that and then to have that same thing incubate and then burst out like oh that's so fucking gross and horrifying yeah and that's one of those things where like i classify this as a horror flick because the concept is so horrifying like you think about it it's horrifying it's like it's like when we talked about um uh john carpenter's halloween yes that whole concept of uh michael myers in that particular movie, mm -hmm. and in the second one to a degree, is horrifying. Just that whole, like, he's there and you have no idea he's there. Like, like you turn around and he's hiding in the bushes. And then as soon as you turn back, he pops out and we see it. Like, the character doesn't. Like, that whole concept is horrifying. Yeah. This is right up there where I was just like, holy fuck. Like, I almost forgot how horrifying this was. Like, the concept alone is crazy. And then, like, when it starts picking people off, that's still scary. But it's nowhere near as horrifying as that central concept with the incubation process. Like, mm -hmm. that is just, like, ugh. Gross. And then, of course, like, the whole corporation thing. Like, once they start, like, when, uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. Right before, uh, Ash does the big turn, the big reveal, he's like, okay, Ripley, watch it. See the transcripts. And it's like, distress beacon from the moon, alien life form, bring back a specimen at all costs. And she's just like, what the fuck? We have to tell people that it's just like, nope. 
and he starts throwing her around, and I remember being like, oh, that's right, he was an android. And so when I watched the first time, and I'd watched Aliens first. I didn't watch Alien. Right. So I, I watched the sequel first. So I knew about Bishop. You always wonder, like, why has Ripley got it out for this guy? Right. Exactly. Why Android so much? Well, here you go. And now you know why. Because, first of all, we didn't know he was an android. Yep. And they don't specify if the crew knew either. And then that, oh, God, he gets busted up. Like, he gets fucked yeah, up. Parker comes in. Hard. Takes his head Beats off. the and his head is still what? talking? Yeah. Oh. Every time that they did that. Silver blood. Silver blood. It almost looked like, like skim milk. I remember yeah. just being like, oh. <laughs> Skim milk. <laughs> oh. And I think that's probably why I have a hard time drinking skim milk to yeah. this day. Because I'm just like. Android blood. Android blood. <laughs> and then the way he was speaking blood. too. Like, well, even that was like biomechanical. Like, it was just like really like haunting. Yeah. Oh. So then they go hunt him for this thing that they think is little. This little alien. Yeah. They have no idea that he's grown to a full-sized man. And so quickly, too. Yeah. Like, it's almost within hours. Dallas is going through the vents thinking he's looking for this little creature. But that part is awesome, though. Because then, like, they're, they're like, he's right on top of you. And then they do that, like, jazz hands thing. Yeah. Just jumps out, and you're just like, holy fuck. And that's your first real hint of what this thing looks like. Yeah. Oh, because I think the original advertising for yeah the original advertising for this they never showed the alien. The poster was the egg. Yep. The preview was the the a and the yep. alien coming up slow and just showing yep. like space scenes. Like they never once showed the alien. And I'm like looking back at it, like if I was alive or like if I was yeah alive at that point and able to go to this movie yeah, four years off, I'd be I'd be pissed if they showed me in the in the trailer. Yeah. You know. Like, I love that I got to see this on the big screen. I can't imagine what it would have been like to experience it for the first time. Yeah, exactly. And that's the same with, like, Halloween and Jaws. Like, I wish I could All have All these movies to... Yeah, like, that... Because, like... Like, I, I'm, I'm lamenting the fact that, like, we're getting to a point where we will not go to theaters, right? Yeah. I hope that never happens, because I still... Like, I love the whole concept of going to the theater, seeing the movie for the first time... You know what I mean? Like, everything about it, like, sitting in the seats, popcorn smells, all of it. Like, it's just like, oh, it's so great. But, like, you're right. Like, to see these movies in the big street is awesome, but for the first time. Like, Jurassic Park. I saw that in the theater for the first time. Exactly. And that... And see, now I feel like what we felt watching that, these would have been the same way. Exactly. Exactly. where you walk in, you're like, I just witnessed something really special. Yeah. Like, this like, thing is going to be known for years. Exactly. Exactly. And it is. Because, I mean, how many movies from 93 do you actually remember? Not too many. Jurassic Park. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Not for good reason. But I would, <laughs> But I don't remember that being, like, a 93 movie. Yeah. And also, you're right. Like, yeah. never. Yeah, and uh, Turtles in Time. Or Out of Time. Oh, Turtles 3. Yeah, Turtles 3. Oh, I think it was it Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time or Out of Time? One of the two. I think it was Turtles in Time because Out of Time is... I think it's in time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was 93 too. I think you might be right. But I never saw that in the theater. I'm glad I didn't actually. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. Because I, like, I, I watched the video. I watched the video a lot because I had it. But I remember, like even as a kid, I remember thinking like, you can't beat the character designs of the first movie. Even in the second movie, 
they're still a little bit more distinct, but they're not as bad as they were in the third movie. But the first movie's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't guess how bad. Oh, so many to do. So many. So many to do. It's all right. Uh, and then, like I said, like when we get to, uh, we finally get to the point where it's just down to Ripley and the cat. And then she finds Dallas. When she finds Dallas, I was like, oh, God. First, I mean, like, they're on their way to that, that ship to get off. That's right, yes. And, that's uh, right. Lambert and Parker together. Oh, man, that scene is amazing. With the chains swinging. Yes. And the aliens in that room with them. Yes. And you just see it lower down. Oh, man. I was, I, and it doesn't rush anything. Like, just slow pace. So the whole slow. Sleep, the so whole slow. scene. But they do a great job of like, okay, alien, mm-hmm. that's them. Alien, that's them. And then finally you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And, and I think that's where we see the mini melt thing for the first time. That's it right. It goes through Parker's head? Uh, Lambert. It goes through Lambert. Right. Lambert. Because like, it, it doesn't go through her, but it picks her up. And then it, like, and that's yeah. how it gets her. Yeah. And I remember just being like, so like, that's scary enough on, on its own. Like everything I've described, the biomechanical the yeah, atmosphere, yeah, yeah. the fact that it's almost always sweating, <laughs> the acid blood, yeah. you know, like essentially like we're talking about like a like they they always call it like a, a perfect specimen or a perfect killing machine or something like that. Spe- I think it is specimen. Yeah, the, the perfect specimen because like you can't kill it because of the acid blood. Or it's incredibly hard to kill. Uh the acid blood's a defense mechanism. Uh everything about it is just like horrifying and like it's and it's only going to kill. Like, there's no, it's it's uh, survival. That's it. But yep. there's no like, no thought process other than I'm going to live and I, my species is going to live. That's it. That's all it is. It's never a, a coexistence. You can't talk to this. You can't reason with it. Nothing. It's like a Terminator. And that's it. <laughs> it's like a Terminator. Yeah. You know. And then uh, when you see the second mouth, you're like, Are you fucking for real? Like, what's next? A barbed penis? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Never got that far. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad, actually, that some fan fictions never actually <laughs> got to come to fruition. Jones, yeah, the cat. I love that part where the, the cat freaks out. You know, you know yeah. They, you know how they did that? No. How they made the cat so freaked out? They put a screen in front of the cat. They brought in a German Shepherd and sat it on the other side of the screen. Oh, wow. And they started shooting the cat and they lifted the screen. So the cat was like... Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's actually really cool. That's very cool. There's so many cool little, like, things you wouldn't think of, of how to do things, right? Like, even that uh, John Hurt scene where the chest comes out. Yeah. Like, that's just his head in a fake table. And yeah. He's, he's just sitting underneath it. Like, yeah, Exactly. That part I knew. But that looked, part I knew. But it looked like his body, right? So that cast is going to walk in and go, oh, he's under a blanket. I wonder what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So weird. Um, yeah, okay. So now Ripley's on that other ship, right? Yeah. She gets on. She thinks the alien's not on it with her. I know. That part I thought was awesome. Like, Because it's, it's all quiet and yeah. everything. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, wait. And then she just goes in that one room and it's like, just caught. laying underneath these wires. It's caught. Like, it, it got in, but it's caught. It's trying to get out. And she's just, like, very, like... That's the most uh, uh, suspenseful scene in the whole movie. Oh, it's so suspenseful. we spent the entire movie seeing what this thing can fucking do. Yeah. You know, again, this is, like... This isn't, you know, end of Aliens, where Ripley's like, 
fuck this. This is very much like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm going to die. And, you know, now she's like, okay, well, I got to evacuate. So she's very quietly getting into that suit and very quietly trying to get it so that they can, well, tries to torch it for one, like lights it on fire. Yeah, well, she does the gas thing, right? That's she right. Blows the gas, and then it's like, Aah! yeah, yeah, and, and then screaming, she and then it comes like, out. Oh, fuck. like she's slowly getting dressed with this thing. Oh, there. like just so suspenseful. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And you know how the movie ends, and this is why yeah. I love movies. And I think this is where Michelle doesn't see it from my perspective. I love how, like, a good movie for me is a movie that can make me forget mm-hmm. that they're gonna get out of this. Yeah, because I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie so many times, oh, yeah. but I still watch it. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I know how it ends, but I'm still just like, Ugh. Yep. and I, I, I use this kind of thing to explain wrestling to her. I said, like a really good match, a really good match, makes you forget that it's fake, and that's one of the reasons why I still kept watching. I haven't watched as much lately. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and like I don't have any means to really watch AEW, so I'm just kind of like. You know what? I kind of keep in touch, but that's about it. That's all I am. I'm not I'll really... tune in on YouTube every now and then. I'm watching that now. Yeah, but like, but that's what I said. So, like, a really good match makes you forget that it's fake. And that's, I use that same argument for movies because people are like, "Oh, wrestling's fake." It's like, yeah, so is every movie you've ever watched in your entire life, even the ones that are based on true events. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's fucking made up too, or fudged, yeah. or or whatever, because it's a movie, right? But you forget that it's a There's movie. There's a difference right? on based on a true story and based on true events. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. look at that final word there. But even based on a true story, it could still be something as simple where there was a guy named Jesus. He was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the son of God, though. But anyway, um, but this is a prime example where, like, I'm literally like, oh, yeah. I love that one right there. Yeah. The fact that the alien had eyes, but they couldn't, it didn't work as well. Mm-hmm. The fact that this thing doesn't have eyes is infinitely scary. Yeah, Gaggy said remove the eyes. And he was right. It made it emotionless. It made it cold. A lot creepier. Ripley blows it out into space. Goes into her deep sleep. With a cat. With a cat. The cat goes into deep sleep. With Jones, deep sleep too. Jonesy. And that's it. That's and that's it. it. That's, that's the, the end of the movie. That's and the alien. Another uh, perfect... Like, they end the movie. They end the movie. Alien's dead. It's great. Yep. But we got a sequel. We did. We got a, we got a sequel. This is a great one, too. Fox gave them a 4.2 million budget to make the movie, but then after looking at the storyboards, they doubled it because they thought it looked so good. That's incredible, too. I didn't. I don't... Uh, I, I knew that. That's right. I knew that. 8.4 million in 1970. Well, I guess it would have been shot in 78. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. And they fucking killed it. They mm-hmm. made so much money. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine that, too? Like, like for me to think that a horror movie made their budget and then made so much to justify it. Like, these days, I look at it and I go, it's because they're made so cheaply, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. large parts of horror movies these days are made so cheap that they're not even good, but they make money. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I'm just like, that's eh, kind of a cheat. Although, um, what's that new Bloomhouse one? Uh, oh, The Hunt? No. Oh, Fantasy Island? Yeah. That looks crazy good. Yeah. That's a reboot that I can get behind. Um, 
Although Bloomhouse in general has been pretty, pretty They're consistent. pretty good, but that's also from uh, the guy that made Truth or Dare, and that was not a good movie. Oh, okay, so, okay. Uh, well, it looks good. I'm going to dial it down. Truth or Dare did not look good. Truth or Dare did not look good. Fancy Island looks good, but just because it's from the same guy, I'm going to... Yeah, no, I'm going to wait, I'm gonna wait on that one. Center myself. Um, yeah. Alien. Masterpiece. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Masterpiece of sci-fi and horror. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So good. Every, Practical effects will always trump CGI. Every day of the week. Every day of the week. I think that was my biggest complaint with Covenant was that the CGI alien. The alien was clear as day CGI. And but that's a, it's okay. So it's a CGI one, but make it look good. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, well, like with Alita, my only real complaint was that the floating heads, right? Yeah. They didn't look as real as they should have. That was the same thing there. I was like, yeah, but make it look good. Like, mm-hmm. even if you pour a bit more of your budget into making the alien look more real, okay, fine. Yeah. It's a shitty well, fucking movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a good movie. Um, plus, I don't know. I don't know about Danny McBride and horror flicks. He's good at writing them. Halloween reboot was good. Yeah. Reboot cool. I, you know what? My problem is it's Danny McBride. Because yeah. he's Danny McBride. Yeah, he's I always, love he's Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. I really love Danny McBride, but there's only certain movies, you know. Yeah. No. Eastbound totally. and Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's good in comedies, but he's, like when you see him outside of comedy, it's like he's still Danny. McBride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know you're playing a different character, but you're still yeah. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Oh mm-hmm. shit. So, so yeah, let us know it. down below your thoughts on Alien. Of if course. you haven't seen it, see it and then let us know yeah. your thoughts. And if you haven't seen it, sorry for ruining it for you. Well, it's, you uh, know but we're way past the spoiler stage. Like, I mean, come on, spin. You, yeah, you guys know what you're going years, for, yeah. so yeah. let's face it. Yeah. We're spoilers, big time spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Watch us right here on YouTube every week.